Welcome to Talking Sci-Fi with Randy and Sci-Fi Sean. I let you open the show one time and you screw it up. And <laughs> my name comes first. Oh, okay. I got to. I'm oh, the face. Okay. So, got to no, okay, so let's just go. Let's just go on from now. No, no, You've no, no. Let's do it. I love this. this. Yeah, I know. I do. Yeah. So, welcome so are... to Sci-Fi Sean. <laughs> <laughs> We're going. Leave all. That's awesome. We have a very special guest in the house today, um, not only with Randy and I, but uh, we have Rob Robertson, um, it, and tell us a little bit who you are real quick and um, why you're here. Um, I am the author of Legend Tripping, The Ultimate Adventure, published by Adventures Unlimited Press, and I'm a legend tripper. I love that, and I love the t-shirt. He's got a great t-shirt on uh, with his logo, and I'm going to have to figure out how to get a hold of one of those. Legend Tripping. Um, which means you're looking for legends. It is the uh, to go on a uh, investigation or a trip. Okay, it's the word tripping, and go look for a legend local or into some different state, whatever you want to go. You know, most people start off in in their state because, like us, Florida, right? We're in our own army expression. We're a target-rich environment when it comes right. to legends. Right. We have them yeah. all. Right, and then you start branching out to other states and stuff. Once you you know look into some of that. And you're going to find it, you know, it, it, it's really neat to go do. You'd be surprised some of the stuff you find out right. about, you know, mm -hmm. the places that you go to. Your logo, which Randy will steal and put right here on the video, is um, has a Bigfoot up in the back. It has mm -hmm. a, a silhouette of Bigfoot walking and a ghost and mm -hmm. a flying saucer. Yes, because uh, Legend Trip encompasses all that. I mean, I always tell everybody, I'm not a cryptozoologist. I'm not a paranormal investigator. I'm not a UFOologist. I'm a legend tripper. I look for all that stuff. But you did stay at a Holiday Inn Express the other night. I did. Okay, good. So that makes you great. Um, Holiday Inn will be sending you a bill soon in the mail. Okay. Today we want to focus on a very hot topic, which I think is amazing, crazy, stupid, funny, everything. Storming Area 51. Um I understand you've been to Area 51. Yeah, uh, back in 1987 when I was still in the military, um, I stationed at El Paso, mm -hmm. Fort Bliss, Texas, right. which unfortunately, you know, that incident that happened making the news, and my heart goes out to all those families and lost people. Absolutely. Um, back in 1987, uh, I had mm -hmm. a buddy of mine who was actually stationed out of White Sands, and uh, I brought up the whole Area 51, and he goes, you know, Rob, I'm from that area. I'm from Roswell. I mean, not Roswell, the, the town that's... Um, Oh gosh, what is the town that um, Salt Flat? Uh, Pahrump is just east of it. You can see Area Fifty One. Yeah, keep saying Roswell because it's not Roswell. No, it's, it's, like a, it's where Lost Nevada. Yes, but anyway, he said uh, I can take you out there. Mm -hmm. So uh, mm -hmm. one day we, you know, took a couple. You know, I had a weekend with some days off, and we went up there. And he says, "Because you're gonna have to, we're gonna be out there at night because you can't see anything in the daytime, right. other than those uh, vehicles that come out when right. they show up, and yes. they do show up." Yeah. And we got out there, and we had to walk up this hill, and he goes, there it is, way over there. And we had binoculars and stuff, and we were looking at it, and you could see it off in the distance. Right. And, stuff. and sure enough, you can see both the uh, the uh, Chevy Blazers. Mm -hmm. There were Chevy Blazers at the time when yeah. I was out there. Mm -hmm. And they were over there, you could see it. And they make their presence known. You know what I'm saying? You, they have the headlights on and everything. They don't stealthily come out there and keep it out. They want you to see them. And we froze our butts off that. I remember yeah. I said, man, this is cold out here. And I think we were out there maybe an hour because once it's like the Grand Canyon, 
Yep, there I've it seen is. It, you know, because yeah. <laughs> we're not going to be able to go any further. Right. Yeah. And being in the military, I sure as heck wasn't going to go jump, you know, go across and get myself arrested. Right. So we went back and uh, we ended up, at, you know, got back to my uh, home the next morning. Well, actually, the morning, the afternoon, my wife was mad because we were sweating. Been out all I didn't tell her we were going to be gone that long. <laughs> Have you been drinking? You smell yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's now that, in fact, it turned out that area that we went to has now been purchased by the uh, the government, and you can't even go on that hill on the that way. Right, right. Because so, so, okay, you've been in the military, you know military, you teach at a military academy, and your yes. real job, your Clark Kent job. Um, this storm of Area 51. Is this a big hoax, do you think? Do you think there's actually some I think it people... started off as just a joke. Yeah, this kid, Manny Rob Roberts, he created it as a joke. At least he says, and he's now scared out of his mind that people are going to show up and get killed. And I would be the same way. Well, it's not to mention, you know, and cut to the chase, if you've ever been out there, and I don't know the distance between the barriers or the no-go-pass no zone to the actual facility, but it's I mean, it's at least six, seven miles. So, I mean, the okay, you can run, but you can, yeah, you know, halfway right, through yeah. this, and it's hilly, and it's and there's snakes out there. There's a bunch of right. rattlesnakes. Yeah, snakes. absolutely. You know, yeah. and, I, and yeah. I'll venture to say, unless you're in tip-top shape, you know, Navy SEAL, you're not going to make it up to that no. facility. The Groom Lake facility where Area 51 right. is, where the um, it's it's in the middle of a burning hot yes, desert. it is. Like yeah. you said, full of snakes, um, prickly pears. Cactuses, all kinds of things that bite. There's tarantulas, scorpions. I mean, and you got to run or walk a long way. And, and this most is, of these people probably have smart cars. Yeah, it's not like they're taking tanks in. That's you know? right. <laughs> so you know, but even if they run, you know, you got to be in shape because do you not think this the one of the most tight military secret facilities that we probably have in the world that they're just going to let you walk up mm -hmm. to their gate and walk in there? You know, there's got to be. Allegedly, they have alien technology that there, which right. they may have introduced into their security system. Right? Do they have the UFO they found at Roswell there? You know, we don't know that. They could be. There's. I think technically, the way I look at Area 51 is a government facility to experiment on new technology. Yes, that's what um, and, th and we'll just leave it at that. Is it alien? We don't know. Is it you know something that we've come up with that's so dangerous they don't want to introduce to the public? You look at. Um, all the items that we've had since the 50s that have been introduced to us, the internet, the microwave oven, fiber optics, fiber optics cell phones, um, smart TVs. We actually are, are, are uh, experimenting with AI. AI is a real thing. Artificial intelligence mm -hmm. is a real thing now. Look at um, your cell phones, uh, uh, mind control, anything, things like that. And I'm talking about realistic, which could be realistic. Uh, uh, um, the microwave oven is my big thing. Tin foil. We're not, if you look at bridging off the crash of the UFO, the alleged crash of the UFO at Roswell. At, at Roswell, they said that the material was a flexible metal type of thing. Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden, a few years later, we got tin foil. I know that sounds crazy. Let's put our tin foil hats on now and talk about this so the right. government can't hear it. Right. But you got to think about things like that. Then it was a weather balloon. It came out, it was a crash UFO. Then it was a weather balloon. And then all of a sudden, you know, all that disappeared. Right. And the dates that where the farmer <clears throat> gathered some of them and the government showed up and took his eyes. Jesse Martel. Right. Yes. Yeah. So he, he took that on my birthday, I think July 9th or something like that. But all the reports say that, that it happened in 
you know, little a few days earlier that than that. And when they went out and gathered all the uh, the the pieces, it was late in July. So there's some dates in there versus his dates versus the government's dates. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on in there. I got that wrong. Jesse Marcel was the lieutenant that investigated. I right, forget, right. I forget yes. the name of the rancher. Yeah, the, his last name begins with a B. And they made him look yeah. like an idiot. And like, oh, mm-hmm. this guy's crazy. And then from then on, to cover up. Got to get into a conspiracy theory. Yeah. Talk the whole it. story about Roswell is conspiracy. It's a conspiracy. I mean, they, and now they make people that actually do have legitimate sightings of We'll call them unidentified flying objects, whatever, UFO, flying saucer. They make it look like idiots. Oh, that guy's crazy. He watches too much Star Trek or Close Encounters or whatever. Right. Well, just shortly, they, the Navy acknowledged. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. So, yeah. I mean, now yeah. people are starting, okay, maybe I'm not an idiot. That's right. Well, maybe I did see something. And they, they yeah. actually come out in 2013 in some documents. You're right. That, uh, the Navy had that video of uh, one of their planes chasing after it. So, yeah. I mean... And that made the news. And then, I mean, of course, our president really didn't acknowledge it too right. well. Right. Um, but then again, you know, I don't know how much he's been read in on a right. whole lot of things. Um, Correct. I mean, this storm in 51 is really, it's really, I, I research it and I, and, and I enjoy it. And I am one of the ones that it says, Mark, that I'm interested in it. So, so Chuck Norris. Right. So, <laughs> so that I get information on this because I find it fascinating. You know, and their motto is they can't kill us all. So two million people have signed up to go, and one point seven million are interested. So now, you got to be the first half that gets killed. I was going to say, like, like, has got a GoPro going, but I'm in this. I want to see you running across a hot ass desert, man. Yeah, you do a lot of running and stuff, you know. Yeah. Well, I just don't want to see that video. Okay, I'm halfway. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you get disintegrated by a ray gun or some shit, you know, and like, what the right. heck? All right, so Bud Light. Let's take Bud Light. Okay. okay. They're not one of our sponsors, but I would be drinking one. We'll, we'll, we send, them a, we'll send them a bill. Okay. <laughs> so here's the deal. They have offered a free beer to any alien that the storm in Area 150 of people get out of there. Um, you see, I don't know. I've watched Pornhub. I know a lot of our viewers probably have. If you're listening to this podcast, you probably are. But they're, they're already saying that's what the first thing that Alien's going to do. They're going to have a sexual encounter. <laughs> Pornhub's going to support it. I mean, yeah, yeah, people are making jokes about this, but I agree with the gentleman that yep. started this. He should be scared crapless because what if these people really do show up? They get to the fence and start going, Right, yeah, whatever, absolutely, you know. yeah, and he's I, like, please don't, please don't well, go. So. To be honest with you, it's ways just to drive out to get to where you park your right. car. I mean, there's a lot of different places they could actually stop you sure. prior right. to getting absolutely. up to that place. Just like the yeah. White House, you just can't walk up to the White House door and say, knock, knock, hey, President Trump, I want to come sit with you or whatever. No, you can't do it, you have to go through. Yeah. Mr. Trump, what's your whole thing on this Area 51? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to make Area 51 great again. Yeah, and that's the way it's gonna. Happen. I'm sorry. So, I don't so, so you're in the military. How many years? I was in for 21 years. 21 years. Over, that's just awesome. over 21 years. Okay, that's awesome. Here's the deal: in your classes, you go through classes and learning things. Is Area 51 ever brought up? I know they're not going to say, "Hey, we have stuff there," but Brand, don't talk about you it. You can't ask no, a military saying. person about. Are you stuff asked while I was in the military? Or yeah, when you were in the military, you go through classes. You're sitting through. No, not, I was a military policeman. Oh, okay. MP, oh that's awesome. yeah. I was MP, and I mean, we I have I pulled some physical security to site. You know, right. One of it was a Johnson Island out in the Middle Pacific, which yep. we don't even have anymore. Right. Um, but I remember a buddy of mine worked at White Sands, mm-hmm. and he was physical security out there. 
And the only thing we ever really talked about was there was a, some gold found out there on the uh, White Sands that some guy found, but mysteriously went away, which right. conspiracy is the government mm -hmm. went in that night and with their deuce and a half and loaded up and took off. Absolutely. Right. right to Fort Knox. Right. But uh, as far as, I mean, the, but, the friend that took me out to Area 51, he didn't believe in the whole UFO thing. He just thought it was an experimental stuff. Yeah. Right. And I mean, and, and you know, some of the stuff that you, you know, that some people were saying, and you know, the drone technology, the whole drone thing started out there. Right, absolutely. You know, Another you know, UFO technology. And maybe, somebody said, right. well, I saw some stuff doing some weird stuff. Right. Who's to say it wasn't the drones? I mean, again, don't get me wrong, I'm not dispelling the whole UFO thing. Yes. Because as far as the Roswell goes, I do believe something crashed right. that night. I I'll go too. on record. That's, yep. I, that's my belief. Right. Because for some reason, it doesn't go away. If you notice that that one story that's the mainstream that, that's the go-to you know, story yeah yep. uh you know did they take the ufos to wright patterson uh up in dayton ohio who knows but uh you know groom lake has been where they they test anything regardless if we are doing uh what do they call that the alien technology where we backwards right right what is the term for that i can't remember. i know what you're talking about i can't think of it now that would be the place they would probably right. drive and, and you know yes. you mentioned drones is a really good point because most people's sightings of ufos and again i believe in ufos aliens of course i do everybody knows that but drones they don't fly like airplanes no. or helicopters right they move up back and they go in different directions they can sit off little probes because they always say, oh, there's this light, and it broke into all these little lights. Right. Not to scare anything, but, you know, you have to think logically, right. you know. Um, but I I think people are so scared to talk about UFOs and things like that that uh, they always bring it back because pop culture with movies like Your Close Encounters, Fire in the Sky, yeah. Oh, yeah. and I can go on and on, oh, has put things in the back of people's heads thinking they're thinking they're seeing one thing. Right. Have you ever been sitting there at night, on a clear, beautiful Florida night, on the back of your pickup truck, laying up and looking at the stars, and your eyes start drifting. It looks like stars are moving. Have y'all ever had that mm -hmm. experience? Especially when you get like, tired. What the hell is that? You know, and it's like, right. you, I, it happened to me. I was dating a girl. I went parking years ago. I was 20. We're laying there, getting ready to go with it, and look up and look at the stars, and I'm like, holy shit, that star moves. She goes, I see a star move over here. I'm like, let's get the hell out of here. Right. Most boring date ever in the history of sci-fi <laughs> but anyway i apologize to the girl you know who you are um but it's that's just the whole thing i believe it um we'll bridge off of area 51 we haven't even talked about hangar 18 you know whatever happened with hangar 18 right that was a that was in dayton ohio they, that's in oh, I was talking about Megadeth. yeah you would think maybe <laughs> Here in the small town of Bartow, and I won't mention any names, I want to embarrass this girl. This is not the girl that I was laying on the back of the car with looking at the stars. That was a different embarrassment. This is a different one. So <laughs> a high school friend of mine, we both went to Bartow High School together. Um, I honestly, because I'm really into alien abduction things and uh, UFOs, and I don't know if you've ever heard this story because it's never come out, I don't think, but I'll, I can introduce you to the people one day. But... Uh, she was talking to me about UFOs one day and everything, and I said, let me ask you a couple questions. When you wear a wristwatch, does it just stop out of... She goes, yes, because I can't wear a wristwatch. I never have been able to since I was a little kid. That's involved with people who's been abducted. I said, when you walk through a to a grocery store or a place that has the metal detectors, do, those, do they go off randomly and you have nothing metal on you? She goes, yes. 
And she goes, Sean, you're really freaking me out now. I'm like, so when you go, and then she told me the story, so she went to Publix. Uh, we'll be sending you a bill for mentioning Publix. And she took her arm and just moved it over the little scanner, and the thing tried to register with a price. Uh, yeah, that's, no, that's freaky. And right. she goes, but you know what's really weird? And I've never told you this, Sean, because I know you're into that, and I didn't want you to think I was weird or anything, but a few months ago, and this was years ago, um, she was, uh, they had, she lived with her parents, two-story house, and the parents went up, she not woke up, come down for breakfast, and they couldn't get into her door. It was not locked. It was barricaded from her bedroom side. Right, okay. And they finally got in and woke her up, and she said, I, and, she, and the parents said that she looked like she was flushed and couldn't remember where she was, like she'd lost time or whatever. Right. She had put chairs and blankets and toys up against the wall. Does she door. remember doing that? Yes, she yeah, told okay. me, she's telling okay. me the story. And, and she goes, uh, why did you do that? She goes, I kept having this dream that somebody was after me and they were coming in my door and looking in my window at me. I said, you've been abducted by aliens and this is what's going on in my mind. I wasn't trying to lead her. And right. she agreed with me on yeah. this. And this happened not even a half a mile from this house where we're at right now. So it's got the shit scared out of me because I don't want to be abducted by aliens. Right. I believe yeah. in that stuff. Oh, you know, don't watch. So I guess yeah, right. your watch is good. It looks like it's, it's mostly good. Out of curiosity, how much did she come up as? How much did she did twice in a row? Well, how much money did it come? Oh, uh, she was pretty. She was a pretty nice gal, so she probably was at least eight fifty. I'd say about three fifty. It'd be about three fifty. But the, true stories. That's what you know. And people randomly, people in this town that I. Um, Host and created Sci-Fi Bar Show, which is the third Saturday in February. It'll be the fifteenth of the month this uh, uh, of uh, February uh, in twenty twenty. Come visit us; it's free. It's a Main Street Bar Show event. People know me as the Sci-Fi Guy. That's why they call me Sh uh, Sci-Fi Sean, the Sci-Fi Guy. Really? You, you didn't know that? <laughs> I'm gonna slap you. <laughs> so they always come to me like, "Well, go talk to Serdinsky about it, because right. he'll know." You know, and I get a lot of people that come to me. There's been at least one book that has been written about alien abductions that included Bartow, mm -hmm. um, which you can get at our good friends on Main Street, Bartow Indigo Moon. Um, it's called Bartow Abductions, I think it is. I can't remember the author. I've tried to get him to come to sci-fi, but he lives out of state, and, you know, I'm not giving gas money or anything. I would, but, you know, I'd love to have him as a guest. The area that we live in is a hot spot for UFOs, much like Area 51. It's a military base, much just like Gulf Breeze, Florida. It's mm -hmm. a military base. Yeah. What a coincidence. You know, I've had people say, are they, their UFOs come and check our military out? Possibly. But if you have a species that is so far advanced that they can build ships that can travel the speed of light or, or fold space or warp drive or hyperdrive, right. why would they worry about our military? Right, yeah, it's we got we're like very impressive versus you know, that. Right, not getting into any MP information about UFOs. Well, there's always been some concern about you know nuclear facilities. Yes, right? maybe these aliens are concerned that we might blow our, the planet up. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, and ruin the resources. There's another theory out there that because of all the hype about Area 51 in the 80s, that the government would have moved that stuff to a different location. Is there any talk in your world 
of I've heard right various now. rumors. One I'm not going to say because I don't want a black band showing up on my. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Because I'm, I'm scared, you know, because right. somebody Absolutely. once told me something and I was like, dude, I wouldn't go tell anybody about no. that. No. Because you're going to have a black band come park outside your. Right. And right. you're going to magically disappear. Or all of a sudden, your whole credit, your whole you know retirement, everything's gonna go away. I just let that one go. And, so, and yeah. see that that same thing right there. I feel like people that have been abducted, some of them are not gonna tell us. I think there's more out there because mm. of their reputation well, and their jobs. So, right. On yeah. a humorous side, when I did the Mothman Festival, right, you know, and I was at my table and I was selling books, it seemed like almost everybody that came up to my table had been abducted by aliens. You know and. And my wife, God bless her, is very good at talking to people. I unfortunately kind of get to that point where I go, white noise, and I want to walk away. Right, right. But, I mean, it just like they walk up to the, and I am making fun. Mm -hmm. Right, right. They walk up to the table and then they go, you got UFOs in your book? You got UFOs? Because there are always these. Right. And I said, yeah, I do go, because I've been in a UFO. <laughs> I said, yeah, I go, back in 1976, me and my cousin Earl, we were out this field with these cows. Never mind about Cal. Anyway, we were out there, and all of a sudden, I got, I got hit with this beam of light, and then I don't remember nothing. Well, my cousin Agnes, she took this online hypnotism class, so she hypnotized me and my cousin, come to find out I've been a flying saucer, and they took me to the moon. The moon? I said, you went to the moon? I went to the moon, I was on there, and we... I'm gonna tell you right now, aliens are on the dark side of the moon. They watching oh, us, and they just waiting. Yeah, it's called Optimus Prime. And they uh, and I said, what do they look like? Oh, they they is all gray, big old black eyes. And yeah, stuff, and, you're typical. Yeah. And I and I know I'm making you know, and yeah. my wife she listened to them and waiting for that right part to say, well, you should buy her book. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. There's you got those in this book. But you know, it just popped in my head a story that not too far from Brooksville. Yes. George Reeves. Back in the, was it the 40s? He claimed, he put out that he had been abducted and went in a flying saucer. Okay. And when he was up on the moon, I know I'm being funny, I was just making fun of that, said he reached out and grabbed some moon dust. Right. Well, when he came back and said, here, I brought some moon dust, dirt, whatever, and they examined it, it turned out it really was from That's the moon. Crazy. Oh, but yeah. he had a little exhibit of a flying saucer up there that you could come up there and visit. If you right. type in George Reeves, Brooksville, UFO, there's a number of articles. I mean, he's yeah. been featured in a lot of those UFO right. magazines that were popular in the 70s and 80s. Fantastic. I never knew that. He has since left it. In fact, the mm -hmm. whole area where he is is now a, um, I think it was leveled and now is a dollar store. Probably they're right. all over the place. But if you go up there toward it, you'll see a little UFO walk in the, this person's yard. Right. And I guess that's what he used to use for their, uh, their parades. Have you ever heard the story about one of the Apollo missions that went around to the dark side of the moon that was circling to pick up? I think it was, what was the second moon landing where Apollo was at? The one, the 13 or, I forget. Well, the big no, Apollo 12. 12. 11 was the one that went to the moon. Right. 12 was the next one. 13 didn't quite make it. Right, they had all that problem. 12 was the one that had the guy in it circling that was upset that he didn't get to walk on the moon. Right, right so... There's always a story, and I had a really good friend which has left us, uh, Brian Young. He worked at NASA for many years on the Space Shuttle Project. He was a NASA enthusiast. He, he was a huge Star Trek fan. He could tell you where the toilet was on all the Starship Enterprises. But he knew NASA like that, the back of his hand. The, I even talked to him about this, but they said that when that uh, Apollo 12, I'm assuming that it was, forgive me if I'm wrong, but we're just two guys talking about sci-fi. Right. Nothing. 
ship around around to the dark side. They lost contact because, you know, back in those days, technology couldn't get around right. to the other side of the moon or whatever. When he came out, the first thing that he said when the microphone came on was, yes, NASA, there is a Santa Claus. Look it up. It's true. Everyone's always theorized that that was the um, code. code for uh, aliens, a spaceship, uh, an alien base. Right. You know, and and you talk about uh, uh, Mr. Reeves with the uh, moon dust. Yes. And you had the other crate or uh, gentleman that was uh, talking to you about your book. Uh, and I've been to the moon. You never know. You know, you know I mean, I mean, I mean, what if I'm wrong? What if it's in fact right, he yeah. did get abducted and did get, you know? I mean, I tell us a funny story, but I mean. Right, yeah. It, it could when this been. podcast goes out, we're going to have all three of us going to have like this black car pull up. This guy's going to knock on our windows. Mr. Shesky, we're administering eye tests. Would you mind looking right here? <laughs> and then I'm going to forget. <laughs> That's all am, right. You know, I have so. a shirt in the works that says Suicide by Area 51. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're not seriously thinking about going out there, are you? No, but I'm going to sell the shirt. <laughs> I will fund you if you will go out there. I just want to see. Well, I need to have a bullseye on it, too. It's on your back. <laughs> we, we ought to do a podcast there. I'm telling you, if there's any sponsors out there who want to send us, we'll take it. Yes, we'll take sponsor money to go out to Area 51. <laughs> Um, I believe that my uh, um, ex-father-in-law still had some land out there. He had, uh, he, he's passed, unfortunately, but my first wife's dad, um, uh, Perry, he owned a gold mine um, in a place called Pahrump, which is just outside of Las Vegas. Big mountaintop. You get on the top right. of it, you look down, you can see where Groom Lake is mm -hmm. on the top of this mountain. It's miles away. So we did, and he's found gold in this mine. Um there's a lot of rattlesnakes that go and get cooled off in there. I'll warn mm -hmm. anyone that wants to look for this, but I have gold here at my house that came from this mine. I took a picture. It was, my, it was in 1999, um, and we were not partying, partying like it was 1999, but my wife and I have this picture. My ex-wife and I have this picture, my arm around her. I had not married her yet. We went out there to meet my uh, father-in-law, my future father-in-law, and she took some, the, the, her dad took the picture, and it was with the Groom Lake and, and the... Uh, Facility Area 51 in the background, but we didn't take the picture because of that. It was just a nice view. Right. You could see for miles. Right. And we went and got, back when you had to have pictures developed, take them up to Walgreens or whatever, yeah. wait two weeks to get your pictures back. And I came back and we were putting them in albums, you know, and getting ready for the big wedding time and all that stuff. And I looked and I saw this picture. God, you're old. Yeah, I know I'm very old. I won't tell you how old I am. <laughs> I'm old as dirt. Um, I looked at this picture of me and her, and it wasn't the greatest picture, but it was still, and it was, he had kind of cut my ex-wife off a little bit, which was sad now, but uh, funny at the time. But uh, in, the, in the sky, there's a light in the middle of the broad daylight that was kind of streaking. And it's the only, like, like you'd see a shooting star or something. Right. I don't know if he'd capture an airplane or what, but that's my UFO story. Picture, right. You know, yeah, I got you. Area 51. I have another one. Oh, go ahead. You know, just to say, you know how the people that will go work out there get they fly out of Las Vegas. Yes. And you it's not hard to see those airplanes from the island. They're plain. They're nothing on. I mean, because I still remember pointing out to my wife, I said, honey, you see that airplane over there with the that's that's the one that takes people out to Area Fifty One to work. And she just laughed. She goes, Oh, really? I said, Yeah, that's it. And so you are so you're telling us that, you know, a lot of my information comes from T V. I thought, you know, they had to live there. 
No. I'm sure they're signed and wavered and if yeah. you say about this, we're going to come and make you disappear, destroy your From what I understand, and again, I'm going off of television, nobody lives out there. Oh, okay. Now, I do know that a while back, some of the employees had a lawsuit with the government over, the, I guess they had some, they were uh, dying from I remember that. Because they don't right, yes. go uh, through the proper ways of getting rid of... Uh, Decontamination. And uh, unfortunately, their lawsuits couldn't go anywhere because of their... Uh, the, the way I understood the story was because the government doesn't acknowledge it, we don't acknowledge where you work, so you don't have a lawsuit with anything. Right. And yeah. this was during the Clinton administration. Right. I remember that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I saw it on the Travel Channel. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, I remember the story. But I remember it now ended up going nowhere because the government refused to acknowledge they had an Area 51 for these guys to have gotten. Right, right. Um, I think it was how they were burning trash or something, or, or they were, Something to do with the trash. Right. I mean, they were disposing of it. Right. And these guys were getting sick and they were yeah. getting. Inhaling it or yeah. something or whatever got on their skin. But, um, you know, I thought that was kind of. Yeah. You know, but now they have acknowledged that they do have a place out there. Right. And, and what's uh, fascinating to me about this uh, storm in Area 51 is that the Air Force actually made a statement that this is a training grounds and we are here to protect. The American assets at all costs. Yes, and well, that's, the science that's up there, same. right? Right. But be... for them, for this event, a Facebook event, to get so big, where four million people have seen this event, to me, this is a this is a big deal for a security reasons, and there's no reason why they shouldn't take measures to have people there because there's going to be people show up. Absolutely. Right. I mean, it's going to be crazy. You know, there's ways of making people go home without hurting. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. yes. Absolutely. I mean, like, like, we'll take the uh, um, Coast and Gallagher the third time. Mm-hmm. When he went back out there the next night, the helicopters show up and start right. dusting everybody. With the, with, the, with the gas that made right, him fall yeah. asleep, and they thought it had been a gas explosion. I well, I'm talking about the first time. You remember, he saw it, then, then he went out the next night by himself, and, and, and it turned out there were right. people, and they were mm-hmm. on, right on the road. And all of a sudden, they thought it was them coming, and it turned out it was helicopters. And yeah. every, you see the wind blowing up and everybody running off. Right. I mean, there are ways yeah. to make people go home without hurting them. My right. vision, uh, and I bridge this to science fiction because that's what most of our shows about. But uh, you, you have you guys ever seen the movie uh, Mars Attacks? Oh yeah. yeah, I love that. It's mm-hmm. comedy. One of my life favorite. I love that movie. I watch it all the time. But I have this vision of Area Fifty One with all these people out there. Hey, and the ship comes down and comes up and just starts shooting everybody. That's my vision of what's going to happen. They throw the dove up and yeah, yeah, they shoot the dove and then they start shooting the people and then you know that's like the people on top of the building in Independence. Yes, you know, yeah, that want to be a part of uh, the fifteen seconds of fame. Fifteen fifteen seconds of fame gets people killed. Yeah, all the time. Unfortunately, and pregnant. Sometimes, so, you know. <laughs> but seriously, Robert, I, I consider you an awesome as, as, uh, expert on anything paranormal, UFOs, Bigfoot, unexplained, unexplained. Yes. What is what is your take? What is it, Area Fifty One, in your personal opinion? It, uh, it is a uh, testing ground for uh, brand new aircraft. We're trying to include drones. I mean, bottom line, that's what it is used for. I mean, the U two, the Blackbird drones. I mean it. It's acknowledged that they are out there right. getting used. 
Um, the government has facilities out there to park these things when the Russian satellite goes over. Right, so they can't Camouflage be seen, right? Mm -hmm. okay. I mean, I know some facilities that, uh, again, I'm not going to mention names, where they're disguised. If, they're, if you look at them from the top, they look like farmland. Right. Wow. Yeah. Again, I you know I can't tell you where they're at because I don't sure how my notice is. Uh, <laughs> what about missile silos? Could they be out there, placed out around the the country? Is there, well, I mean, is there I know there's still. I mean, I'll give an example for Leavenworth, Kansas. When I was going to high school, my dad was stationed there. Right. They had some missile silo hatches out there. We. Dummy me and my friends used to jump over those things with our bicycles. Nice. Oh, God. Oh, you know, to show off in front of the girls. Yeah. And, I mean, to, and, you know, I remember you could not see the bottom. That's how stupid I am. Because, I mean, now I look and I cringe thinking right, if yeah. I did not hit that ramp ride and or go you? over, and yeah. you would, I wouldn't be sitting here having this interview. But I remember it wasn't just me. It was a couple other kids. We would, And then later on when I was in high school. So you got the ah! After you now, that's great. Just watched that the other night on uh, on FX television. Yeah, um, but they had now has a grade over it. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Now these aren't the gigantic missile silos that you know that I, I wouldn't be able to jump over it with a bicycle, and I'd, I'd have to be right. an evil Knievel. Yeah. But it was a silo, and I again could have been an exhaust vent or something for a bigger silo that was closed or something. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, was, I, I find that kind of weird that you, that you yeah. would be able to even know that there was a silo there. You I know remember I mean? a kid took us out to show it to us. There, right. was, yeah. there was like three of them, and they were, they were quite a distance apart. Wow. Yeah. But there was only one you could jump over with your bicycle because oh, okay. the way the, the, it was in the woods, the, the, you got enough of a ramp uh, right, driving speed spot. coming speed. down here. Yeah. And I, you know, I remember going back as a kid, I mean, in high school, and I went to go show it to somebody, and I thought, oh my God, look, they put over a big, a great. You can't yeah. see it anymore. Right. And, uh, but, um, so as far as silos, I mean, they're still out there. I mean, you know, some people buy them and convert them into houses. Yes, I've seen that. Um, do we actively have missiles? I, my own personal place, if Russia still has those, we're going to have ours. Right, yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah. You know, um, is it, are they out at Area 51? I don't think so. No. Well, what I was getting at is they still had these, these silos. Could there be an under, undertown? An underground tunnel system. There's no, absolutely, there's, absolutely. there's no tunnel inside there. I have found some places that I I found out later after I retired had underground stuff to it. Yes. Right. Okay. You know, I'm like, yeah. there really was. Oh, I said, yeah. didn't you remember that door over there? That's what that door was. For. <laughs> That's crazy. Off of that, this, this is, is crazy. I love it. We're gonna be talking about uh, Disney in the near future podcast, but you know they have a whole underground city. In I have been there. That you know where the security is, and it's like. That's well, how these characters pop up out of yeah. anywhere. They're under these tunnels and all that. And if you know. had your bank account, because they, uh, they have Partners Credit Union, which I used to have. Right. Their ATM is downstairs, right? When you come into Magic Kingdom, there's a firehouse over there. Right. You could go over there and get down and go down there. And you could see the start of the tunnels over there. Wow. I know, the fire, I know where the firehouse is. But you have to produce that debit card to say, hey, I got to use my debit card. I got to do my debit card. Now right. they don't let you. They'll just say, oh. uh, you don't need to go use that one. You can use any debit card to place right. it in. But I remember. Yeah, that was. Wow. And, I, and of course, I lied and said, I also work here and I need to get down there. <laughs> yeah. It's not, it's noisy down there. Uh, I've heard that the before. The AC. Yeah. You know, yeah. nice AC down there. Yeah. Too. They got to keep it cool because they've got the Walt Disney's head severed and frozen down there in ice. So oh, that's over. Podcast. Yeah, that's over the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Is it the Pirates? Yeah. I thought I've heard that before. Do you think that pop culture? We mentioned Close Encounters, Mars Attacks, a couple other things. Independence Day. Independence Day has this distorted people's view of what a 
true UFO phenomenon. Is it a government? I've always heard, and correct me if I'm wrong, that Close Encounters was supposed to be a um, way to desensitize people to contact with UFOs. Well, what I heard, and I watched an interview with Spielberg, that he has been a lifelong UFO fan. Right. Yeah. right. But he did do his research, the Bermuda Triangle and all this other stuff. Right. You know. Um, but, uh, you know, I've never, I mean, E.T. Did you guys ever hear the story behind E.T. where he came up with the whole concept? Mm -hmm. You got the, um, it's, a, it's a UFO story. Um, it happened in Kentucky. And again, it, Kendrick, oh, forget it. This family, one night, back in the early, uh, late 800s, was invaded by these alien-looking creatures. They terrorized them for the night. Right. Anyway, um, police had to get involved and came out and didn't find anything. Spielberg was going to make a movie about that. Right. But somehow it just didn't transpire and he ended up changing it and then he ended up coming up with the idea for E.T. Making it a more okay. friendly kind of a situation. Yes, right. family. Kids. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But it was originally going to be a horror, alien horror movie. Uh, that's, I did not know that. So. Yeah. And, um, but he's always had a thing for aliens. Right. Yeah. You always get it. I do because I'm a huge Star Trek fan. Right. And I say I tell a story like I did earlier. I'm going to tell another one in a few minutes. Um, oh, Sean, you watch too much Star Trek. That's what people's number one thing. Oh, Sean, you watch too much uh, science fiction movies and all that. So already I'm put on the defensive and discredited because I'm a science fiction fan, and that's where a lot of the the, the pop culture genre with UFO stories. Right, yeah, you got the X Files. You've got. Um, all, uh, Stargate, you've got uh, all these things that are involved with alien technology right. and stuff that comes to us. If so. you saw one, people would be hesitant to believe you because they think, oh, he's a science fiction guy looking for this. But there's also been movies out there based on true stories like right. Fire in the Sky, yeah, Travis Walton. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which I've met Travis. Have you really? Of the that's, a, that's impressive. He's a very nice guy. Yeah. Loves to sit down and talk. Well, we're talking about movies. Alien movies do not scare me. Let's take Independence Day. I loved it. Right. It's a fantastic concept. I like Jeff Goldblum. But signs freak the hell out of me. I've never watched that. And you I, told I, me about I, the other day. I'm an, I was an adult when I watched it. Right. right. And it freaked me out because of his son. It? Oh, yes. In fact, one of the best scary alien, alien movies. Big scary right. movies. And what did it for me is his son. His son has multiple reactions that I feel like would be my reactions. Okay, so the aliens are in Mexico and the kids having a birthday party, and the alien we don't know what the aliens look like, and they walk by the camera. I, I, I look, I got chill bumps. I got the hairs You've in the back of the it? neck. I've never I recommend it. it. In my opinion, it's it's probably the best M Night Shyamalan movie out there. I, yes. And I've been out to the where they filmed that. Oh the my, my wife uh, grew up right up the road. There's nothing there, by the way. That house was taken down oh, and everything. Yeah. So I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you both this, and I'm gonna go out live on the internet and tell you both something that I, and only very few people know about. I don't like alien abduction movies with Benny and Barney, Benny Barney Hill, Hill up in New Hampshire. I believe yeah. that happened. So I, I believe it's true. Fire in the sky. I believe that was true. Yeah. I don't watch. That's right. why I've not watched it because I feel that something strange has happened to me in my life. Yeah, Sean, you watch too much Star Trek, but I'm gonna tell you guys a weird story. I can't wear a wristwatch very long; it goes dead on me. I got, I got beautiful. I got a watch. Got the Starship Enterprise that comes around and a Romulan ship decloaks on it. I got some to play the 
theme song. I've got right. Batman, Joker. I got Lori can tell you, my wife Lori can tell you, she's bought me watches. I tried the pocket watch thing; it wouldn't work on me. So the, the watch I have now for my work is already starting to have trouble, and I've right. had it less than three, four months. I've changed batteries. I've done everything. I've looked at mechanical things. Another weird thing that happens to me is I. I'll have this intense sensation, and it's happened in this house. We're filming not even a few steps from Randy City. I'll walk through because our restroom, bathroom is right there. Our bedroom door is here. We come past, and I'll look out the corner of mine. I see somebody standing there, and it's it's alien. It's not. It's not. I think I've been watching. Now, the weirdest thing that's happened to me in my adult life Mm -hmm. is um, my parents. Gave me, I had braces, I had some messed up teeth, you know, were crooked and all that stuff. Years ago, when I was a teenager, growing up, always went to the dentist regularly. Um, uh, when I'd go to the dentist, when they'd have to drill or anything, it would bring back a really surreal thing, and I'd have to make them stop. And I usually get uh, inoculated when I go to the dentist. I can't right. handle, a lot of people hate the dentist, but it's just, it, it brings back something. And I've talked to my wife about this. But the weirdest thing that's been happening to me in the last two years, um, my back molars are disintegrating. The only teeth in my head, and I brush, I go to the dentist, I'm regular, I take good care of my teeth because my parents spent thousands of dollars on my teeth. My, 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 I've had this molar disintegrate, and I've had to put a cap on it, and now I have a bottom molar disintegrating, and the other two are showing signs of it as well. And I always taste a metal taste in my mouth. I don't have any fillings in those. Um, like I was going to say, I was going to leave my question. You have any fillings? Um, and I taste metal. And it's just, you know what? Y'all had metal flakes and stuff in your mouth over the years or whatever, being around. Me being in the nut and bolt business that I do for a living, I, 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 I forget. I put, accidentally put my, my fingers up. I know what metal tastes like. Um, so I'm like, this is really weird, you know? And I get them capped. And I'm not saying, I'm just assuming. That's why I keep bringing up, did pop culture make me think this because of alien right, abductions? Right. Or is this something I, you know, how are you going to go to your doctor at the Watson Clinic, the local walk-in clinic, and say, hey, I think I've been abducted by aliens. Can you check me out? I mean, you just can't do stuff like that. I have premonitions of things. Um, I know it's deja vu, a lot of people call it, but I'll be sitting there and I'll mention something. Hey, remember that song from the 80s called Relax, Don't Do It? You know? And all of a sudden, within 20 minutes, it's on the radio. Okay? And it isn't just that. It's people coming to my house. And it isn't a solid thing. I'm not saying I'm looking into the future or anything. It's just I have a knowledge of things that is deep. And you didn't even know about this because I see the look on your face. (laughs) I have a knowledge of things in my head that I I don't know. Have I been abducted by aliens? Possibly. Possibly. is there is is have they found out there's really no intelligent life on this planet by me me being abducted more than likely, <laughs> but it's just weird things. But I'm I am not criticizing people that have been abducted or anything. But I think and the, my psychological we don't know how the mind works, the subconscious right. and all that has me watching Star Trek or X Files or whatever put this in the back of my head, and I'm just imagining this stuff right. and then. But the physical things that are happening to me with my teeth, as I was saying, has really got me kind of buggered as a right. Movie. And that's why so, you're not you don't like watching abduction movies. It scares the shit out yeah, of me. That's, I don't, I, that's why you said signs. And when you mentioned that a, a few podcasts oh. ago, I'm like, no. signs isn't really an abduction movie. It's, it's a, right. an encounter movie. Right. Same thing to me. You know, yeah. I, I hope they're friendly. I I don't know if they're little short gray guys or big eyes that like we have represented on the table today. 
But uh, I, I don't. I think, like you were saying earlier, when the aliens come, you know, and they're saying, "Oh, let's check out the military bases. Are they coming?" As in the day the Earth stood still, form where the ship lands, and well, why are you here? It says because you've got nuclear, and you're now that spot, and we want you to join, like Star Trek has done. Right. You've got warp drive capability. We want you to be a part of our community. They were scared that Earth was not the level for the nuclear thing. Right, yes. So I'm thinking the same thing about aliens. If people are being abducted, probed, uh, put tags on, uh, little metal shards in their teeth, you've seen the stories, you know, a fire in the sky was a great, sky was a great example, testing us to see, you know, if they're compatible with us or right. whatever. I don't think, in my honest personal life, that aliens are going to be that sinister. I think they're going to be here. They're more scared of us because of our technology growing too fast before. You look since 1950 to, was it 2019 now? Was uh, Look at the technology that has leaped and bound since then. Right. And then years before that, before Roswell, that's where I'm getting with, we had we were like pretty much the Stone Age, steam-driven, gasoline-powered, you know, and then all of a sudden, boom, all this right, technology right. comes out of nowhere. So, you know... I, I honestly think we have alien technology, and uh, I believe that Area 51 would be a good testing place to come reverse technology on something strange with aircraft, mm -hmm. drones, what have you. Right. Um, X-Files, if you like that show, which I highly recommend if you've never watched it, they said that the aliens were actually the government testing us out for things. Right, you know, yeah. How do you know? You yeah. know, fluoride in the water, you know, Made electrical uh, power lines causing people right. to go crazy. I know we've had a lot of tragedies with uh, shootings here lately. One just happened yesterday, and we are, again, our thoughts and prayers go out to the families. But what's driven those people to do that? You well, know? that movie with the, the Manchurian candidate? Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. you know, I have to admit, I was, you know, that, that whole story popped in my head. I mean, what if there is people programmed right. after hearing a certain word? To snap. Correct. Like, can you say, oh, that can never... Yes, it can. Yeah, absolutely. A lot I mean, of people it get... It can happen. A lot of people they? get... They'll get political about, oh, it's gun control, it's the NRA, it's all this. You know, I don't get into political on our show, but what if there is a such thing as a maturing candidate and they're using it because you think back, you guys were close to the same age right. pretty much. Do y'all ever remember it being like this? Mm -hmm. it, you know, I know I guns have always been readily available. But, I remember you know. as a kid, there was an incident, I think, in Texas where some uh, young man got up in a tower and was shooting down. I think he was at a college. Yes, it was at the yeah. college. He was in the belt. In the fact, uh, Kurt Russell played him in a movie. Yep. Yeah. Uh, mm. Can't think of it. I can't either, but I saw a statistic that like this year alone, we've already had over 200 of these shootings. And we've never had that before. And they never figured out, the guy in Las Vegas, what made him snap. The guy had money. He had everything going right. for him. Right, yeah. Yes. And, and, and there was no uh, manifestest. Manifesto. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Out there, while he just decided, well, he just showed up with his gun, went to that top of that floor, and started shooting. No political motivation. They still right. haven't no. figured out what made this guy do what he did. Right. I mean, and that's a lot of these incidences. They've either figured it out or not telling us. Conspiracy theory. Yeah. Gotta get Glenn Beck on our show, I guess, you know. <laughs> but uh, it's it's crazy, you know. It's it's like I don't. I'm sympathetic to what's going on. If it's you know terrorist, if it's some guy that just loses his mind because his girlfriend broke up with him or whatever, but. There's just so many of these damn things happening. It makes you think, is it the power lines? 
Is it cell phone towers? Is it your cell phone? Right. That's caused, right. And, I, and I'm not discrediting anything. It, it's a horrible thing. And I just, they keep pushing it to this, that, and the other one. Really and truly, I don't think we really know. It could be mm. linked to, it could well, be linked to aliens. We, we don't know. know. Yeah. I just know, being in the military, the government, you're going to know what the government wants you to know. Right. Yes. I'll stuff. give you an example of the Delta Force. Yeah. Delta Force, yep. You know what? Somebody said, oh, yeah, uh, um, the guy, uh, uh, I forget his name, who wrote a book and just gave it all. You know what? The government wanted everybody to know there was a Delta Force out right. there so they could sleep good at night. Sure. We have a special unit yeah. out there That's to right. go get the bad guys. Otherwise, they would never let him put that book out. Right. So don't ever sit there and think, oh, yeah, he spilled the beans on the gun. No. Yeah, the government, you know, let him put that out there because you know everybody's like, we got all those terrorists. What have we got in the United States that's going to take care of the this? The Delta Force. The Delta Force. Okay, I'm good. I can go to sleep at night now. Right. We yeah, have the Delta absolutely. Force, so we got uh, Navy, uh, the Navy SEALs. Right. So you know, and I know that if the government doesn't want you to know about something, you're not going to know about it. That's when I think television shows, news, uh, your cell phone news, look at your social media or whatever, is a way to control people from getting whacked out of their head. Recently, not even two weeks ago, I saw a story on uh, Facebook that uh, it was one of the news channels brought up. It was NBC or Fox or one of them said, oh, we had a near miss from a asteroid yes. as big as a car. There's another one coming by too. As big as the yeah. Empire State Building. Yeah. Um, and like, well, that would have been nice to know. Right, and exactly. I got into a long conversation, which I do not do on Facebook because there's a lot of what right. they call trolls or whatever yeah. they're called out there that are going to discredit you. Almost every university has something to look and correct look for that stuff, and, and they're then, following it. Yeah. Well, I'm like, why? I said because if people knew this, the government thinks the people go ape shit crazy and start looting and killing each other, yeah. mass suicides, things like that. That's yeah. why they. But you know, and I told the person, all you know, I want to know. Because I want to have a hellacious party, and, and I want right. to know what's coming, and I want to be sitting on the front porch with my wife and my little dog. And, and the back of the credit cards. Yeah, yeah. the exact credit cards. <laughs> my next-door neighbor's television and other things. And, uh, and know what's coming, because I want to know. You know? Right, yeah. I'm not going to freak out and go crazy. Yeah, there's some people I'm going to call and tell them when I've thought of them over the years and such, but I do that already. <laughs> right, <so. yeah. laughs> but that's what I'm getting at. I want to see us back. We kind of got off kilter, kind of, but... Area 51, these people want to storm it, if it's true, if it's just a big gag or whatever. They're not going to make it. if they Because, you know, you have people out there that are easily led, like yeah. sheep that don't, yeah. yeah, let's do it. I'll climb the fence. You're going to have people. Earl, hold my beard. We're going to run. Yeah, we're going to run. <laughs> you know, and, and they're going to get hurt, arrested, or, you know, massive. They may have a giant taser satellite that right. yeah. tases the whole thing and, it freezes everybody. Right. What know? I find funny about it is their motto is they can't kill us all. They can't kill and us I all. I think there's enough people out there that are followers that will actually jump that fence and go. I really do. I really think they're going to have to have security there to stop 10,000 people. And every war that's ever happened on Earth or mm -hmm. movies or anything, there's always that front line. Those are the guys that they yeah. know they're probably going to get killed, right. and, and kill as many as them as you can, and right, right. they fall down in the next, you know, it's happened in the Avengers movies, it's happened right. in all time, in zombie movies, what was it, the movie you always make fun of, the Zombie X movie, what's it called? Oh, World War Z. World War Z. That's that was a really good yeah, movie. I love yeah. it. I love Never, it. Another one, I'm not a zombie. I'm a zombie. So. I love That's zombies. Really, I'm not either, but I did enjoy yeah. that, and I'm... Different I, concept. Yeah. Brad Pitt did a good job. Yeah. But, you know, that's what I'm saying. 
the wave of people, they're just going to mow them down because I know people take, used to not take um, social media seriously, but it's become such a, it's a political motivator, it's a people motivator, it motivates you to buy things. Mm -hmm. Do you not think the government sees that these people are talking about storming one of the most highly classified military bases right. on the planet Earth, they've got to be taking it seriously. They, they are. They made a statement. Yeah. And, but I also feel there's a lot of internet tough guys, okay? Right. I'm one that says I'm going, but I'm not, I'm not getting anywhere near that. <laughs> I'm going to video all these people. What if Chilton <laughs> Signs sends us $100,000? Chilton Signs send us $100,000. <laughs> um, and me, you, and Thomas, and Rob, we go out there and just do a sit podcast. Behind this get behind the biggest dude. Yeah. And run behind him. Well, so and then when he gets shot, we say, okay, never mind. <laughs> oh, so, this shit's okay. real. You guys didn't see how... <laughs> the meeting that, spot. Was that money to make it or just That's to stick right. around? <laughs> the meeting spot is at a is at a, a trinket store. Really? So is this the highway? Right. And their hotel rooms are sold out already. So it's like... The Alien Inn is what it's right. called. Right. And here's the deal. Is this, is this something that they have created to have all these people show up and people buying shirts and trinkets? It could be the greatest marketing... marketing. A thing that's what my world. wife said. My wife said, I bet you their economy, like people all during the town, like, Yeah, let's uh, do yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. we got t shirts and stuff, and uh, we're just opening up a brand new campgrounds that we never had till yesterday, and, and, and right? And they're and they're selling lots for people to come camp to that. I don't know if you heard that. What's the date this is supposed to happen? September 12th. So, oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, 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 yeah. So, here's so the deal. Wait for it to cool off a little, a little bit. bit. Same run so, the down. movie Cars. Okay, Radio Springs was a little town. Yeah, in, in Radi cars, Radiator Springs, Radiator Springs uh -huh. and they put the interstate around it, and these people suffered in their town. Back. Right, and so one of the things is this little community is going to prosper because of this. What's the name of this? And Arby's is going to have food trucks there. Really? Yes. Well, the thing is, too, and I know somebody's had to think this. Say, listen. Before, you know, some general like, all right, before September 12th, I want all the alien technology out of raw, out of uh, Area 51 and take it on over to, uh, let's get it out here in case some of these jokers do make it all the way across the right. desert. You, let's just get it all out. Put a couple of YouTube planes out there. Yeah, We'll absolutely. grab a couple Blackbird. We'll park it over there. Get one of the stealth fighters. Park that over there. And that's all that will be out here when he's going to show say, And then I'll say, you remember in the 50s when we did that experiment in Philadelphia? Let's bring that out and let's uh, get that cloaking device up. We talked about it on another podcast. Have you seen the Oh, yeah. I remember Great. reading the story. Yeah. And, uh, I believe that's true. I believe that technology is there. But you're right. They're not stupid. They're yeah. listening. You yeah. know, not to get political, but we have a president that tweets on Twitter about things and the whole world goes apeshit crazy. Yeah. And yeah. it's the same thing. People are believing that. If the president is doing it, and believing it, and people are believing it. Uh, the government over Area 51, I'm sure they're prepared for it. I just had a really great, amazing idea. Sci-Fi Area 51. Is the next And we'll yeah. just set a bar to do Sci-Fi Area 51, and we'll have yeah. a little street fair. You know, we'll have, like, Rob, you can come up and speak on stage, which you're doing at Sci-Fi uh, in uh, 2020, which is exciting. Oh, we'll awesome. tell you more about that. Yeah, yeah. I, I mailed him down Looking as a guest. Looking forward to it. Yeah, I mailed mm -hmm. him down as a guest, so you get to meet uh, Rob Robertson and uh, buy his book because you promised me you're gonna have a bunch of books oh, fighting yes. that out. So his I'm books bring are some of David Childress's books out to Absolutely. sell too. Yep. Have you ever been there? What's it? Sci-Fi bar fair. Unfortunately, I haven't, and it's not because I didn't. I was home and I just didn't go. Right. It seemed like every time I had 
I was out that weekend. Right, I got and you. And I remember because I, I, you know, because Lloyd Harris, hey, yes. Bobby, you going? And I'm, oh my gosh, Lloyd, I got to go do this. Lloyd's yeah. a big fan. Well, of you know how so. small Bartow is, right? Yeah. Bartow, for the record, if you've ever never been here, is one of the most beautiful towns I can say. And I have been all over Florida, and I'm not just saying right. that because I teach there. In fact, one of the reasons I wanted to teach at Summerlin is because Bartow right. is so doggone beautiful. It's still that American small, slice of pie. It does. You know? I mean, yeah. and I wonder why some of these Hollywood people don't come down and film. Right. I mean, they went to Arcadia. Yeah, I know. Of course, yeah. you know, of course, they dumped all that sand all over the street to cover right. it up. And right. they, to this day, they still, they said they messed up. Still the have problems. Yes. We, we did have a few, but what I was getting at, can you imagine having 30,000 people in downtown? Yeah. Yes, that's what we attract. <laughs> that's what Lloyd does. Lloyd told me, he said, Rob, you, you got to go see this thing. I mean, I thought it was just going to be, you know. Yeah, 2,000 yeah, tables. Yeah, 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 and then people sitting around, you know, playing on their phones because they're bored. Um, he said, I was really taken back how popular it has gotten. Yeah, and it's exploded. Not enough about what, what our main sponsor You know, and I'm just, and to be honest with you, you know, as a high school kid, I mean, I was all into that yeah, stuff. Yeah, so, absolutely. I mean, I got into the old Indiana Jones thing, and oh. I got into the Bruce Lee thing. Oh, I, I get love the, Indiana, love this. I get the oh. Indiana Jones vibe from this guy, yeah, my yeah. man, you know. So. Oh, I tell you, that movie changed. That was another thing. I want to be that guy. Yeah. I remember What it, about that, the, the latest one? Oh, that's what I'm about to say. Then the Crystal Skull came out, and it's like, oh, I'm embarrassed to be Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it all the way up till that. I liked it all the way There were some good points. I'm not a big fan of the kid that plays his son. I yeah. really wish they had put up I cannot stand Shia LaBeouf. I'm sorry. I really wish you know. they found somebody. I mean, you know, anyway. But, uh. Um, we're critiquing. But we went from Area 51 to critiquing that, Indiana Jones. When that boulder chased him out of that cave, I just like. That is the neatest thing I've ever seen in my right. life. And to this day, I can still remember sitting there thinking yeah. that. And right. I got I got talked into go seeing that because I didn't know nothing about it. Right. And my friend, because I worked at Pizza, I'm saying anything, anything's wrong. I said, Rob, you got to go see this Indiana Jones movie. You know? I said, dude, I don't, what's it about? It's got the guy who plays Han Solo. What's a, It's an adventure. I can't really tell because it'll ruin us. Please go. I said, dude, I really don't. I mean, I know nothing that about movie, this movie. That movie made Look, I will pay, Rob. I will pay you. And I guarantee you'll give me the money back. And then I've just, you know, the old sequence. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, oh, that's really cool. They're in South America. And he goes in and the booby traps. And then that boulder, I'm like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen hey, in my life. Hey, when he, the guy pulls out the swords and he shoots him, I was sold. That made, that movie, set of movies made archaeology really popular. Right, and, yes. And, and the it thing, you know. Yeah. You meet a real archaeologist, they're nothing like Indiana Jones. Oh, I know. It. It's a boring life. And Paleontologists come <laughs> close, but archaeologists are... Well, unfortunately, he's more of a grave robber. Right. He, yeah, he, exactly. is. he yeah. is a grave robber. <laughs> because it actually, if he goes into the second one, when he's sitting at the palace, he said, and the guy's going at it, didn't you just go about getting your hands cut off? Or, oh, not my hands, but my... Oh, never mind. Anyway, it was a misunderstanding. <laughs> was a but you find out he steps over the bounds. Right, yes. So, yeah. You know, so. being what he's supposed to go after, yeah. but I mean, it is it is an exciting movie. I mean, I you know, a lot of people don't know about Ivan T. Sanderson, who did some books on UFOs and yes. stuff like that. I'm familiar with the name. I mean, he uh, he was actually born and raised in Scotland, but he ended up he lived in uh, New Jersey. Right. But uh, I mean, if you ever read his life, very exciting man. Yeah. Um. Uh, John Greer, mm. the guy who did the uh, Mothman. Yeah. I mean, again, I'm wondering if some they, these producers didn't look into these two guys' lives and start pulling some stuff out because right. 
These two led really exciting lives, even yeah. though they were authors. Right. I mean, they also had double lines working right. for the government, too. Right. You know. Yeah. All right. Real quick. Yes. Um, I shared a couple UFO stories about myself, personal and all that. Give me a personal encounter with you, Rob. Have you ever had a UFO encounter? No. My First wife has. Third. Oh, My really? wife has. She uh, saw something. And the odd part was, she told me about it. She saw it one night, and saw it, and it went like this. You okay. know? And then we were over at her brother's house. And he started saying, I remember this one night. I sat there, and I saw this thing go like this. And my wife looked at me, and she goes, did you hear that? I said, Bobby. That's her brother's name. Right. Tracy told me the exact same story. Exact. She told me that story before. And he goes, now this happened. And Tracy, and he goes, wait a minute. I'm not going to, where did it happen, Tracy? Did it happen? He goes, oh my God, that's where it happened to me. Wow. Yeah, that's, how about you, Randy? Uh, no, not, no, not that I, I mean, I have seen that light thing that you've talked about where, uh, you know, I'm looking up and, and I'm like, what movie. is that? But I've always just said, well, it's got to be a plane, helicopter, or, you know, you know, something. Your Something kid, your kids kind of look alien, so I'm wondering if maybe Ash actually is, might have yeah, been <laughs> beamed, beamed up. You know, you know, we've got that um, that secret uh, Navy uh, place that the Navy's uh, Area Fifty One down south. Which from here? Yes, You're talking about the it was in range? that show uh, UFO Hunters. The bombing range. No, Navy? no, no. There yeah. is a uh, there is a Navy base south of here, on the coast. I'm trying to remember what it was because I remember sitting there talking about it. It was on an episode of UFO Hunters. Really? Okay. And it's called it's called the Navy's Area Fifty One. Oh. And uh, it deals with going, you know, going low off base of Area Fifty One because it, right. it deals a lot with the underwater uh, UFOs. UFOs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh yeah. wow. Huh? Yeah, there's, there's a lot of UFO that. sightings uh, in Puerto Rico. Yeah. In South America, mm-hmm. uh, Bermuda Triangle area. Yeah, up in a place called. Um, there is a naval bombing range up in Ocala National mm-hmm. Forest, and it has a long history of UFO sightings up there. Our bombing range in Avon Park, Florida, has uh, a history of UFO sightings. Yeah, they do. There, so. And, and, and there's no drones, same. so don't have any well. They do. Uh, bombing range is used for training, not for testing. Because I went out with a friend of mine who used to work there. Right. He used to go set up the targets right. for the planes to come mm-hmm. in, and he specifically said, well, "Rob, we are not a testing facility." We're a training facility. Right. Okay. So, you Just know. Just repetition of going out and blowing up. Again, the government tells you what you want to know, right? Well, so. I did say that some of those uh, people that they come out there, that like, some some people come out there and do an overnight training exercise okay. the next morning. Oh, yeah. I like how elusive Rob is sometimes. Cause, you know, well, he and I, I heard stuff. this when I was yeah. a civilian, from a civilian. <laughs> right. <laughs> and the funny thing is, though, they're told when they go out there and do their thing is leave the alligators alone, but they always go out and kill an alligator and eat an alligator. Yep. And they're told not to do that, but they do. And they have seen um, they have seen some Bigfoots out there. It's a which area, so which uh, borders right up against uh, a river river ranch. Yeah, river ranch. River ranch, yeah. river ranch has had some has some uh, had sightings out there. It's been a long time since they had right. it. There's a place called Forever, Florida. Where you can go um, uh, horseback riding, right. and they have a big zip line out there, right. and they have had. Rob doesn't they, they had some. Again, they keep it low key because 
They say that they announce it to the whole world. We have we have skunk ape sightings. Nobody's gonna want to go out there camping. Right, right, yeah. I'll Except go. for I'll go with you. I ain't You're a professional. I, I, I don't want to do it. Well, like I said, like I said in my last show, I don't take firearms when I go out yeah. because I take a bear mace. Right. Because bear mace ain't gonna kill nothing. But it's gonna make them leave me alone. Hopefully, right. hopefully, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I might be knocking on your head instead of a wood tree with a, with a <laughs> club or something. Well, I can run too, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I can run for a fat guy. I know Randy can run. He's a lot fatter than I'm I am. I can run. <laughs> Area Fifty One. Are we gonna go? I'm not going. If we get a sponsorship, we're if going. Chilton Signs in Dundee, Florida, home of Thomas Galvin, he's been on our show, says it's a hundred thousand dollars. Nathaniel, I know you got it. <laughs> Send it to us. We'll go and uh, do a podcast live at Area 51. At the knickknack stand, not across the fence. Knickknack stand. You just want to be there where the food is. Right? <laughs> I know what you're going at. I don't know. I, I'm intrigued by this whole phenomenon with the uh, people storming Area 51. I think it's a dumbass idea. I do. And it out there. leave it alone. <laughs> don't go near a military yeah. base. 9-11 happened. The first 9-11 happened when the buildings got it and all that. Uh, uh, I had to meet a friend uh, with a U-Haul, and he had rented it from a place in Georgia, right over the Florida-Georgia line. Great country music band, by the way. Um, and I had to follow him up there in my car because he had to return it there. We were in the right. car until we had to return it there, and it was like a month after 9-11 had happened. Right. And it was on a military base. I don't know why they put a U-Haul rental place on, and they had to go through the guard check, right. threaten body cavity search, blah, blah, blah. And we went on there, and I seen they were launching planes and all that stuff. I mean, it was tight. Yeah. I don't want nowhere near a military base. I'm glad they're there. They're protecting us. Um, they're giving us some great technology, microwave oven, internet, stuff like that. But uh, <laughs> internet, not, internet, internet, because of the military. That's right. It is the World Wide Web was started by the cell phones, everything. You know, we have our own communicator, like on Star Trek right. now, and almost a tricorder if you think about it. Mm -hmm. But. That I'm great knowing that. I don't need to know where it comes from. I just need it to be convenient. I'm interested. I love stuff like that. Um, I hope, like I said earlier, if the aliens or when the aliens do come to us, which I think, honestly, they're here already, they're friendly. Oh, go ahead. There's a theory real quick out there. You've ever heard the theory that supposedly uh, aliens came down and helped the human race develop? You know how we start off from apes? Yes. And they put a, a, a gene. It's a seeding. A seed oh, to start okay. the humans, and that's one reason supposedly they're keeping an eye on us. The apes, the gorillas, the chimps, the orangutans went this way, and humans went, went this that way. way. Yeah. And another theory is they're down there harvesting the gold because gold, they theorize, actually came here as a, uh, a meteor. Right. Because gold itself is the only element, I guess, out there that stands by itself, or you can't mix it with stuff. It grows with quartz. It will embed itself with quartz. But it's but you know but, but it's a standalone element. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right. And now okay. they, and they, that's a theory that the aliens are harvesting. They want our own gold. Oh. <laughs> you know, you look at all sorts of things, and there's all types of conspiracy theories oh, yeah. out there. Is, is is this man-made global warming, as they call it? Uh, is that alien uh, try to change the atmosphere to be more like their home world? You know, there's all types because you've seen movies like. V, the visitors, where they right. rip the face off and they're lizard guys. They were stealing our water and our women and fitness right. and all that stuff. There's all types of interesting, but again, pop culture is putting this crap on our heads. Right. And I'm like, did I really see that or am I just dreaming that uh, 
I saw a you Fred Flintstone see fly it. over right. or something. You yeah, know? exactly. You're right. And, and but you want to believe. I want to believe. You know, to quote uh, what Mulder said on the X Files. I say leave Area Fifty One alone. I vote not going unless Chilton Signs gives us a hundred thousand dollars to go. But anyway, <laughs> I keep picking on because they're my buddies. So you know, but you're gonna say something else. Well, you know, one of the things I point out as a kid, you know. You know, as a kid, when we grow up, the whole Santa Claus thing. Yes. And then finally, it's somebody tells us, oh, no, there's no such thing. You look at the world differently after that. You do. You know, and in my opinion, you know, I tell people, I don't think the world, I think, think there's still some mystery out there of the world. Oh, Everything's yeah. not figured out. Right. You know? So, yeah, okay, there is no Santa Claus, but there's, you know, there is some stuff out there. Right. And, you know, and it's wrong to even sit there and think that we can explain everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, we haven't even explained, uh, explored every part of our ocean. You're right. Yeah. You know, it's too really deep. Don't, yeah. And they there's some South out. American tribes that still are still out going out there. Yeah. You know, there's still, like if, you know, I told people, there's still a bunch of gold that has not been found. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the government has acknowledged there is UFOs out there. They're not going to say they're extraterrestrial, but they're saying there are right. UFOs out there. That's the thing about the yeah. government. Yes, there are UFOs, but it could be our UFOs. Yeah, we don't know what it is. We don't. Right. Unidentified. You know, <laughs> if something happened to Roswell, I think something did. Oh, yes. I agree, you know? I agree with you 100%. Um, I don't know if they were little gray guys with big eyes or not, but, you know, that could have been a spacesuit as far as we mm-hmm. know. You think of the years that it happened, you know, this, like, ancient aliens say, oh, there's this dragon flying across the sky. And, like, well, that could be a UFO, you know. Uh, there's a book of Ezekiel, in the Bible, the book of uh, Ezekiel. Ezekiel, Ezekiel, where he saw... A big flaming yes circle. Yeah. I mean, yes, people from the day now, a lot of people are saying, "Yeah, he did see a, you mm-hmm. know UFO." Right, burning bush comes to mind. You know, I'm not knocking the Bible right. or anything, yeah. but you know, yeah. you never know what their technology and their mindset five thousand years ago was a lot different than that. It could be movies, but isn't there some cave drawings all over the place? All over. You got yeah. the Aztec lines. Uh, you got the, the there is uh, the Easter Island heads. Yeah, um, you, go, you go down to uh, I think it's in Mexico where you go into this uh, oh this temple, and if you look down, it looks like a you know again I'm going off the chair to the right. gods thing. I love that. Yeah. That's a great uh, book. Um, um, I recommend that. My, that's why I love having my publisher. David that's like the Bible. My publisher because yeah, he is yeah. all about, and I mean he knows what the oh, right yeah. Church of the God is like the Bible of UFO world, you know. Yeah. So. Um, I want to mention my sponsors real quick. I know we're getting yeah, close to the time. end. Um, and I want to end you guys with a story that we can talk to about another time. But uh, J&E Creations, who created the Sci-Fi Bartow Cup, which I'm having. It's a beautiful cup. This is the 20-ounce. Um, it's stainless steel. It's got the Sci-Fi Bartow logo on it, a bunch of cloudy stuff and everything. And you know these cups, they're stainless steel. You can put a hot beverage in there, and it'll stay hot all day or cold all day, whatever. Alien technology right there. <laughs> Alien technology came straight from uh, Roswell, New Mexico, by day here in Bartow, Florida. <laughs> you, can, you can go on her Facebook page and tell her you want a cup, order it, and she'll send it to you free uh, shipping. You'll have to pay for the cup. The shipping is free. Um I want to mention, of course, Sci-Fi Bartow one more time. We do that every uh, uh, February on the third Saturday, which falls on the 15th. We have a big street party the night before on Friday night. Um, I've uh, got Mr. Uh, Robertson, Rob, coming uh, to be a speaker for the day, and you get to meet him. Get a copy of his great book, which is called Legend Tripping, The Ultimate Adventure. And he'll autograph it for you, and he's going to be speaking on stage along with a lot of other UFO and 
Bigfoot um, enthusiast. Uh, who am I forgetting? SNL restaurant in Lakeland, Florida. Breakfast, Best hamburger yeah. in the world and breakfast. Go check it out. I love eating out there. Uh, Chilton Signs, I've been picking on them through the uh, event, but they do signage. Um, they do car wraps. Uh, you, you, if you look at uh, a past podcast, you'll see some of the work that they do. And uh, I want to thank my wife for letting me borrow today on a Sunday. I want to thank Tracy. Is it your wife's name? Yes. Uh, thank Tracy and Ashley for letting us have yeah, a, a guy day talking about the sci-fi. Stuff we enjoy. I love it. And, <laughs> I, and again, thank you. I know you don't live very far from us, but you took time out today on a valuable uh, weekend. But right. you're still not back at school yet. No, we, start, teacher, we have teacher week next week. Teacher yeah. week next yeah. week. I'm going to leave you guys with this thought, our listeners and you guys. This is what I believe about aliens. Bottom line, despite the stories I've told you, there might be other factions, but I think Earth millions of years ago, was actually Mars. Mars was a Earth-type planet. Something major happened or was going to happen, a meteorite, an asteroid, uh, some sort of a massive extinction thing. So they did the whole Superman, Kal-El, Jor-El thing and put their young into a capsule and sent it to the nearest planet. They didn't have the technology like we do now. And it seeded the planet. And you could say it was Adam and Eve, you could say whatever he was, but I think all the races there had their own version of Adam and Eve, Senate Earth, and that we technically, I'm not joking, are Martians. Honestly, I think that I've always believed well, believe that. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I, I mean, it's, it's a, an interesting idea. It is. Again, uh, as pop culture made me yeah. think this, but because you know, I made references to Superman mm-hmm. and other things, but I truly believe, because why are we so fascinated by Mars right now? Why are we sending all these rovers and robots and we're trying to get there desperately? There's no air there. There's no oxygen breathable atmosphere. But something, no something's drawing us there. Something is right. drawing us there, and I think it's a primal urge to get back there. Is it, I mean, I know that's kind of off kilter a little bit, but think about it. Something for you to think about. We'll do another podcast on. I want to thank uh, Rob Robertson for being our guest today. Thank, thank you, you so much. Yeah, thank right. you. Thank 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 you. Um, and remember, uh, watch our weekly podcast, find us on YouTube and subscribe, comment. We're going to get to your questions. If you have questions or comments, we plan on uh, addressing all those. We are growing fast. I, and you can uh, back me up on this, I never want to get to the podcast world because everybody and their right. mother and their brother and their deuce uh, have a podcast. <laughs> I have to pick up my friend Deuce. because but, but we got followers and we got people sending messages. Right. Randy talked me into this, and all of a sudden, we're blowing up like Sci-Fi Bartow does. That's awesome. But anyway, have a great uh, time. We'll talk to you soon on Talking Sci-Fi with Sci-Fi Sean and... Sci-Fi Randy. No, my name ain't Sci-Fi Randy. It's just Randy. It's just Randy. (laughs) Bye, guys.